Betty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What's with you? <laughs> well. <laughs> oh gosh. Do you I'll see? Go to John 1981. Yeah, and there's so one of them, like what comes up for me on top, it's a sponsored, and that one you can rent, like with more purchase options. Wow, there's three different versions of 1981 My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. What is going on here? Because one you can rent <laughs> in SD, and the other, the Prime, the free one is just HD. It says Rent Movie HD. Oh, Rent Movie <laughs> SD. SD. Oh my God. So this might, this might help. Rent Movie SD. Oh my gosh. That's insanity. Is it going to work? Uh, yes. Start oh my God. Hey. Okay. <laughs> and here it is in SD. Yes. Okay. So I think this is going to help. This is going to help because, uh, you know, seriously, the HD stuff for like anything from back in the day, it doesn't do it any favors. That's what I always am telling Will. But also, you had your suit on, like, so button up. <laughs> no, I was choking on my own bow tie. I know you were. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? I was choking on my own bow tie. <laughs> So, wait, lemon white claw? I okay. I was waiting for that. <laughs> lemon white claw. Yeah, it's so good. That would okay. be the best flavor for a white claw. So it's it's yeah. just it's basically like hard lemonade, except it doesn't taste right. like sugary. Yes, exactly. Um, but this is better. There's, it's not so sweet. It's like sour. It's great. Oh, that's wonderful. And it comes in the box with the watermelon ones. <laughs> because the thing is, like, Mike's hard. You can drink them just as easily, except you'll get a massive headache. I know. Massive. Not with seltzer. Not with seltzer. That's why seltzer is a miracle. SD, this is going to make all the difference in the whole wide world. I, okay, cool. I'm trying to think of what what were my main... I, I mean, my you main problems it. were just kind of like that it sucked. But... <laughs> That, that's okay. I'm, well, you know, it's 1981, so. 1981, we gotta figure out how to make it a little fun for people, though. You were like, oh, right. this is trash. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make it really fun this time. I, it, it's just, you know how a mesmerized run goes, right? Whatever the antonym of mesmerized is, I also do that thing. I know you do. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. And I never know where I'm gonna go until. That movie starts slapping me around like a fish. I know. I don't either. I was yeah. like, oh no. Okay, like, so there were layers we had. But I'm looking at it as like a Twin Peaks inspiration. Yeah, I see that. I see that. But also, but see, here's the here's the problem. Um, they break convention in some pretty serious ways. I know. And there are certain obvious elements that we expect that they don't include here. I know. Like, I what's going on here? Do you even do you even remember the final girl? By the way, do you even remember her? Yeah, Blondie. Well, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know. And 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 also like the order of movies that we watch too kind of plays a role, right? I know. Well, so we, we can just talk got done. 
We just got done with some Jamie Lee Curtis. I know. We can talk about that because I'm going to probably like poke fun anyway because any final girl now is like not going to be Jamie Lee for you. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, well, there's only one. There's only one. You know Nancy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously Nancy. See, Nancy is where our offices <laughs> order... <laughs> the combo plate and share it. I know, because Nancy's her own thing. Nancy is so her own thing, in fact, that she, in my opinion, single-handedly revived the archetype of the final girl. I absolutely agree. She, she's she, not, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, totally reinvigorated it, like, because look, after Jamie Lee, you had mm -hmm. a few years straight of yep. never gonna be her, right? Mm-hmm. And half of the reason is because it's actually pretty simple. 99% of the other final girls are way more concerned with how they look the whole yeah, time. totally. And they're like so conscious of, oh, I'm in a movie, da da da. Yep. But Jamie Lee had that, hey man, I'm a cool person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was actually like, you'd want to hang out with her in real life. Well, and same with Nancy. Exactly. So, so that's where I think these directors, you know, the ones who like this, the slasher, I think they were really smart by, by yeah. hiring final girls who have charisma. Absolutely. You know? And I think the ones who hired them for their looks made a really big mistake. I do too, because it doesn't go well. And it doesn't. Yeah. What, what are you going to give us with a like? It's not about having a over exaggeratedly sexy final girl that's stupid and pointless no, yeah, i know it's crazy Be because you're supposed first of all you're supposed to do that with the the girl who gets killed first yes you know like that's her role like like you can't totally the final girl isn't supposed to try to be the cheerleader right and she's also not supposed to do whatever chris did in friday the 13th 3 <laughs> whatever you well, call that i don't know what that was uh, condescending the entire movie <laughs> well she she hated it she's interesting though in her whole past that was a script issue i think they could have they could have saved it yeah well i don't know what was with that script that was a weird one i mean i like it because of shelly well shelly is eternal <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shelly's pants. Shelly's pants. Okay, hashtag Shelly's pants. Oh my god. Shelly's pants. Um, oh, welcome to Slashers and Suits. <laughs> welcome to Slashers and Suits. <laughs> I have a lemon white claw for Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's excellent. I've got an Irish coffee here, and nice. I've also got a candy heart, believe it or not. Nicely done i ate all my chocolate <laughs> <laughs> that's great i had it though i got it and then i ate it so i kid you not this is going to be really really fun you know how candy hearts all have a little sweet message on them yeah right and and you know how some of them because candy hearts are like a back in the day thing yeah, so some of the messages wouldn't fly today this candy heart says I love you to death. Oh, nice. Yes. It says, that, I love you to death. That is so <laughs> cool. So we are ready. We are ready for this. My Bloody Valentine takes place in the fictional town of Valentine's Bluff, Canada. Amazing. Valentine's Bluff. Okay. Valentine's Bluff. So 
We've got a Valentine's Day celebration, a town legend involving a crazed murderer, and oh. some more 1981 Canadian slasher goodness. Okay, and note for renting, you can watch it for free through Amazon Prime. However, for this viewing, we have opted to actually rent it for a few dollars because you get the option to rent it in SD instead of HD, which we definitely prefer for our slashers. Yes, very much so. In, in fact, uh, I made the mistake of watching it in HD. And while everything is more clear, if you will, quote unquote, it, this genre and in fact movies made during this time really don't benefit from that because part of the appeal is that VHS grainy quality, you know? Oh, absolutely. It, it's, it, it, to me, it makes it feel like it's an actual movie. That's, a, oh my, I was just talking about this with Will because we're constantly going back and forth with SD and HD. I love to feel like it's it's contained. It's, it's like a Twilight Zone, you know? There's maybe a hum or yeah, the grain over it, but it's definitely its own entity. It's not the people are gonna pop out of the screen because it looks like they're right in front of me. I hate that. Yes, so that's exactly what gets me too. There, there seems to be no distinction between <laughs> film and real life. With these HD things, it's actually kind of freaky. It, I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't like it's it. so weird. I just don't like it. So, so that's we got the SD going on today. Yeah, and uh, do we want to talk about our initial viewing, <laughs> maybe down the road? Well, it, 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 I didn't like the movie too much, and <laughs> I found that much, <laughs> much of that was the HD thing. But there were yep. also uh, there were there were a couple of uh, script-related issues that I mm -hmm. had, mm -hmm. and I, I think that perhaps we will delve deeper into that as we proceed. And I'm gonna just, I'm gonna give it to him straight. So, <laughs> <laughs> folks, Jesus and his undying love for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> That's a thing. So it's a thing, it's gonna be now, every final girl's not Jamie Lee. <laughs> yes, we call that the Jamie bias. Yes, so he's he's hardcore. Uh, he has the Jamie bias going on. I love this movie because I think that it is some hillbilly banjo fun. It sure is. In fact, it took me to Splash Mountain. Yes, totally. <laughs> like several times in a row. I'm singing Zippity Doo Da. Oh my okay. goodness. But the Canadian version of Zippity Doo Da. <laughs> Which has a banjo. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> yes. So, what do you get when you mix a banjo with Canada? You get My Bloody Valentine. Exactly. All right, I'm at two seconds. What? I'm at four seconds. Four. Okay, ready? Oh, yeah, because you have to wait for the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> right? Such is life. Wait, but right? Yes. I am awaiting the mountain. <laughs> okay. That All was right. epic. That was epic. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, play. Play. Okay, you see the Paramount logo? Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right, see? I'm really excited. I'm really excited. 
I can't wait to see what happens this time. <laughs> Me too. Me <laughs> okay. too. Do you we start off in the coal mines. Wait, do you have Swedish subtitles on again? I, I do. I have Swedish subtitles. Again. Oh, Lord. Here we go. I know. It's becoming a thing. I love it. All right. So, boom. We're in a coal mine. We've got the um, these two miners with their... It's a pickaxe, right? Is that what it's called? Yes, it's a pickaxe. Yeah, so they have their their pickaxe in in the hands, and they have their their fly elephant masks. <laughs> right, the breathing apparatus. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, it looks like a fly up top and an elephant it, 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 on it, the it, bottom. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like a mullet in a way. Yes. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or up to hell of a Oh no! Oh no! All right. So they have, um, you know, each of the the masks have that flashlight on the head. Yeah. <laughs> and what's really scary already is that the breathing, because it's through this machine or you know through the mask, sounds like Darth Vader. So it gives it, it a creepy vibe. It does. It does. And. There is something extremely appealing about these masks, by the way, and I think that you said it best. I just want to repeat for emphasis. We're talking about fly up top, elephant on the bottom. Oh, no. Okay, so all of a sudden, um, one of the miners is undressing, and it's a woman, and <laughs> for no reason at all. Now she's just going uh, without her clothes, and she's, I think, maybe dating the other miner i have no idea what's happening right now but yeah it's like a romance movie oh <laughs> uh, yes yes it's getting steamier and steamier she's sort of caressing his mask <laughs> they, they're really focusing on the breathing apparatus yes, here they are. and these things are going to be all over the place and i think that visually that's one of the greatest things about this movie they have they they struggle seriously with the mask here. i think so too i think this is one of the best uh, costume, or, you know, the, the best, um, outfits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you, like, you know why? Because they're going to be in the coal mines a lot, and everyone is required to wear one of these. So, at any given time, we think everyone's the killer. <gasps> okay, so, oh, my God. The miner... <gasps> okay, oh, my God. Hey, okay. The woman has a heart tattoo over her heart. And all of a sudden, he, the, the miner freaks out. And he pushes her up against the wall, a spike thing, and boom. Scream. She's a goner. She's and a goner. Then, and then the camera goes into her mouth. Yes, it is. into the opening here. And, and we're at Thursday. Okay. The 12th. <laughs> nice little nod there. Of course, we got to have that. Thursday the 12th leads to Friday the 13th. And here we are. It's just another day at work in the mines. We're in Valentine's Bluff. All the guys work in the mines. They've got that small town vibe. It's very rural. Oh, very. I'm actually surprised that this didn't kind of kick off a Halloween costume trend because it's so, it's so distinct. It's so, you know, you could kind of just use any jumpsuit with the, with the mask or like the coal miner's hat with the flashlight. It's, it's pretty cool and just have like a pickaxe. You know what's funny is that I could wear that to the grocery store tomorrow. 
Wait, what? And it would be okay. Wait, wait. Oh, the mask! <laughs> I get it. I thought you meant, like, with the pickaxe. <laughs> oh! Well, I... You know, it depends on how sporty I'm feeling. Oh my goodness. Alright. Now, all the coal miners are in the showers. <laughs> because they were working, and now they're covered in coal. And now it's a... It's a, hey, there's nothing else to do in this town, so we're gonna... Uh... We're gonna just drive our trucks to the bar and have some drinks, and that's gonna be our fun. Exactly. Ooh, uh-oh, okay. Drama. But there's some sort of tension here going on. Yeah, what's up? So, we've got a kind of a complex storyline where one of the miners was dating this woman, and then he left town, right, and then she got with one of the other dudes here, and now they're going to have to deal with each other. Yeah, so... The whole T movie. Yeah, TJ's the one who left, and Axel is the, is the new boyfriend. But they, yeah, they work together, and they're, like, still friends. And then it turns into a hillbilly movie. So they're running out to their trucks, and it has that banjo. All of a sudden, it's deliverance. This is great. Great. Now, look at this atmosphere. So I'm going to give them atmosphere on this one. I agree. You know, this is great stuff. This is a it very is. tiny little town. And there's lots of industrial stuff going on here. There's lots of things related to the mining economy. Um, welcome to Valentine Bluffs. The little town with a big heart. Yes. Yeah, population like 3,000. I mean, it's teeny tiny. Yeah. So, so this is their downtown, right? Right here. Yeah, it's very quaint. It looks like, um, like a, uh, old, what is that called? Like a set from a dollhouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it looks like a set from a dollhouse and... <laughs> it... <laughs> well, it does. No, it, it, that's truly exactly what it looks like. Okay, so... Here's the part I think is kind of officer and a gentleman. All the guys return from work to all all their girls getting ready to drink some beer and the girls are all setting up for a Valentine's dance and it's, you know, one of those things where it's like country music is playing and and yeah, they just it seems like a daily ritual. Yes, very much so. They kind of have this culture. The coal mining is not just a job. It's a way of life. Yes. They live and die by the pickaxe. Exactly. I love it. Oh, okay. And then we cut to the outside of uh, the Valentine's Day dance setup. Um, the whole town is going crazy for it. Like the everything is painted red. There's hearts all over the place. It's It's the dance is for the whole town. It's a huge deal. Probably, you know, one of the, the biggest uh, traditions in the little town. My favorite thing, the older woman who runs the, the party or the dance hall is the neighbor woman from Anne of Green Gables. Thank you very oh, much. That's right. That's right. She is wonderful. <laughs> that's just wonderful. So I love it. Yes. Oh, 
Um, jump scare. You want to talk about the jump scare? That was a that was a great example of the the jump scare. One of our conventions that we looked for here on our checklist. So essentially, we had a, a guy who was covered in blood and popped out of the door once the door was opened and fell into the people, and they thought he was dead, and we thought he was dead as the audience, but uh, it turns out he was actually the jokester. Here we go. We've got the jokester, and we've also got somewhat of a crazy Ralph character here too. Yes, we in, do. In the, the older gentleman is sort of the one who knows what happened here and is very cautious, very trepidatious about reviving the Valentine's dance because the ubiquitous past event is centered around it. Nice. Yes. So remember that the. The kill at the beginning, it skipped forward in time. So we have something ominous in the past. And now yes. we have all these these teens or 40-year-olds, whatever they are, <laughs> <laughs> uh, setting up for a repeat dance. Oh, okay. Okay, so our jokester comes out to the old couple who's like setting up in the hall. He gives them a heart-shaped box and oh, says oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and says oh maybe it's from a secret admirer so he he's gonna go and open it later just keep it in mind i love the canadian box. yes heart-shaped box the accents you, you know that that's always been my favorite nirvana song right really i love that song yeah it's always been my favorite because it was such a, an underdog in a way at the time. I agree. Everyone expected a a repeat, you know. <gasps> oh wow! Jump scare number two. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Okay, I love <laughs> I love this guy right now. Okay, the old guy <laughs> opens the heart shaped box, and there's a heart in it. But well, my favorite thing from my bloody Valentine, there's always a little card that goes along with these like boxes with rhymes and so it was saying it said oh um you know valentine's day is filled with good cheer remember what happened as the 14th draws near yes and then he's like it can't be happening again so it's worth noting that they have not had the dance for 20 years in a row now ever since the murders happened right so they're bringing it back and we've got our doomsayers here. I love that guy. But now we, we cut to the bar, right? And this is the one bar in town. This is the happening place. Ooh. Nice. Okay, so it, the bartender is super cool and he's trying to warn the kids. Like, take take it seriously. You're fools if you keep, you know, if you put this dance on and, and while well, these, after the murders and this ain't no fairy tale, little girl. I love that. <laughs> Ooh, we've got our another crazy Ralph line. This town is a curse. So, this guy is one of the best doomsayers in the history of the genre, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. He he really uh, is a, is a wonderful tribute to Crazy Ralph. <gasps> Aww, and. It cuts back to the flashback 20 years ago because our guy's telling the story of what happened. 
and he's like, 20 years ago, the, the men left before all the miners were out trying to get to the Valentine's Day dance. And there was an explosion in the mine. And look, that was him. Oh. That was him in the mines with them at the very beginning. Okay. That was him and the sheriff. Oh my god. And they looked for six weeks to try to find all the men, and there was only one left alive. Mm. And this is creepy. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Alright, so they found one of the miners. He was trapped in, in some sort of a cave with no way out probably for several days, and he started munching on an arm. Ew. Now, was that his arm? I think it was somebody else's arm. Somebody oh, else's arm. God. <gasps> oh, God. So during during this scene with the pickaxe to the heart, I think it's a good time to point out a little fun fact. So this, this movie actually has nine minutes cut out. <gasps> nine minutes. It is the most of all the censored slashers. Oh, that's nuts. And they went through a lengthy battle with the Motion Picture Association of America to to have this film released. That's so weird. I know, right? It's uh, We always talk about the, the legendary hypocrisy, right? You know, we've got all of these God. other genres of 80s movies that show you all kinds of gore. But uh, if a horror movie tries to do it, all of a sudden they have to sit in the corner. Oh my goodness. You have to wear the dunce hat. Right? You have to go to bed without supper. It's so it's so cool though the flashback because they're like, oh Harry comes back to town to murder and he cuts out his victims' hearts every Valentine's Day. And so then they stopped having the dance. But it's so serious how they're like, you can't have a Valentine's dance if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> I it, it actually really got to me. I love it. I love it. So, this movie is clearly sponsored by Moose Drool Beer. It's Moosehead! Oh, it's Moosehead. <laughs> oh, didn't I do that last time? Yes, oh my god. I don't know why. I, I want to call it Moose Drool. Okay, it's Moosehead. It's Moosehead. Moosehead. This, we, we've got Moosehead beers everywhere. It is the only beer being consumed, so they love their Moosehead here in Valentine's Lux. Oh, they must have been sponsored. I mean, the boxes that people carry things in, it's all old Moosehead beer boxes. Who do you think would sponsor us if it were to be somebody? I know that I know that White Claw would, would probably chime <laughs> That'd in. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I hope so. It'd be hilarious. I think it'd be really fun if something, you know, super um, nostalgic like um, Atari. <laughs> oh, 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 sponsored by Atari? I like that. Yeah, like they come back just to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. They're on a mission. Yep. Okay, so drama in the bar are Blondie, who's the girl, the girlfriend of the Axel who was the girlfriend of TJ before he left. So there's drama because she's getting up to go to the jukebox where TJ is, but Axel is like, no, stay with me. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so we've got our subplot here. Our main plot, of course, is uh, 
the situation surrounding the Valentine's Day dance and the murders that took place in town. Our, our subplot is some very serious tension involving Axel, TJ, and do you remember the woman's name? Blondie. <laughs> Blondie, we've been calling her. <laughs> um, more on that later. More on that later. So what's crazy is that, so Harry, the guy, uh, the guy who killed, you know, years ago, he what? supposedly has been locked up in a hospital, but yeah, exactly. But uh, that's what they think. They think he's escaped and he's doing all this again. So this, uh, the sheriff is just looking at a, a heart in a bowl. What is happening? Yeah, just a heart in a bowl. Um. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. It cut to the sheriff like with some doctor. The a heart is in a bowl, and they're like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> uh, hey, now look at this red herring stuff here. Boots on the ground. We've got boots on the ground. This is so classic for our our wonderful slasher genre. Here, we always have somebody walking. And all we see is Boots. Old Bootsy. Old Bootsy. Oh, okay, but I love this woman. It's the older woman who is an Anne of Green Gables. Um, right. Or she will be, anyway. And she has the moose head beer box, and she's doing laundry at the laundromat, just setting up all these Valentine's decorations. And I'm very scared because our um fly elephant mask man is yes is approaching her so you know i have a question for you we've already made the comparison of these masks to the traditional mullet yes. right so is the elephant the business and the fly the party or vice versa well, I think the elephant is the party and the fly is the business. <laughs> you know, I, I, I almost wish I could say that I didn't understand. <laughs> you know, but I understand. fun here at Slashers and Suits. I understand perfectly. That's another one of those. 150 page essays, but you are absolutely correct. The fly oh. is the business and the <laughs> elephant is the party. It's I'm so, so glad. I knew we were going to agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh oh. Our Miss Old Jenkins or whatever her name is. Uh oh. Roses are red, violets are blue, one is dead, and so are you. Dang. In uh -oh. The actual killer. Oh my uh, god. Okay. She's fighting though. She's opening up all those those laundry doors. Laundry machine doors. Oh, the lights went out. Uh-oh, pickaxe. Pickaxe. Boom. Oh dear. Uh, oh, she's... Now, I would like to point something out here that the pickaxe <laughs> is always aimed at the heart. Yes. And so... Ew. We're gonna see a lot of that. It cuts away, so you don't see anything, but the, but sound, the sound it makes it makes such a gross such a nasty sound. It's a squishy sound. It's almost worse than seeing it. Hashtag squishy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, okay. So now we cut to the guys are just, like doing guy stuff or something here in the 
in the auto wrecking yard. Yeah. Okay. Now, did we, get, did we get a name for this guy, the Alpha Candy? Oh, the Alpha Candy, because he looks... I don't think you explained <laughs> where the candy comes from. Oh. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. So, uh, there's always a John Candy-esque character yeah. in a slasher movie. There's always the guy, he's a little bit more heavyset and, and jovial, mm-hmm. right? And he's always like 100% fun. He's always fun. Now, in My Bloody Valentine, oh. something rare is happening. Mm-hmm. The, the candy is the alpha which is amazing and he also has one of the best mustaches of the entire genre you might you might say they actually kind of got that right in making the coolest person the alpha oh yeah for sure it's some sort of idealistic thing here going on it's great um and then here we go uh tj and axel correct right here so they're buddies but they are current and ex-boyfriends of the same woman. And there's mm-hmm. definitely an underlying tension, you know, and when they're not palling it up, they fight. Uh, yeah. It's a complex relationship that these guys have with each other. But they're playing their little, you know, harmonica. They just did a duet on harmonica. It's pretty so cool. They're doing okay. They're doing what, okay. What do they call those? Like a little pinnies, little pinny can or something? Hey, a tin whistle? Yes, thank you. <laughs> no, a penny can. <laughs> I was close. You know, speaking of Penny, Penny, of course, being the the beautiful Cavalier oh. King Charles Spaniel, who is who is uh, one of the mascots here at Slashers with Suits. Yes. Okay. Penny is also my Valentine. Yes, very true. He is She's my so Valentine. <laughs> and she came to say hi. She came to say hi. This is so fun. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay, see, here we go. They were just, they went from duet. Look at that. They go hot, cold, hot, cold. Boom. Fight. They're just yelling at each other. They'll just, they'll get into it at any given second because Mm. no matter how cool they are as friends, there's something about their relationship that uh, is, is not really okay. And it's hard because... TJ left, so I don't. It's not like Axel's right. like a bad guy in this. Right, right. He's you not know? a bad guy at all. In fact, he's totally innocent in that regard. Yeah. You know? so. But ho- however, we are being manipulated to dislike him. I right? know because <laughs> we're supposed because TJ's like, oh, he's the the one that Blondie still kind of pines for. So don't you think he's kind of a better choice. TJ, would you say so? Yeah. I don't know. It's difficult. Yeah, I don't think Axel's bad. I don't think Axel's bad. I truly don't. I just think that TJ is like especially good. Oh, he is. I okay. don't know. Look, they got two perfect guys for those roles. What oh, they I did. They're, it's perfect. Because that's how you play it smart. Like, you don't make one obviously better than the other. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, so it flashed to... Um, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is what we see on the screen. We're a day before the Valentine's dance. uh, And something crazy is happening. The sheriff is like, where is Harry Warden? 
uh, the guy who went on this murder spree and was locked up. Oh, there's no history of Harry Warden. Oops. Right, and he's with his pal, the crazy Ralph of Valentine Bluffs. Yeah, the one who who got the heart-shaped box, the very first one. So, I'm really digging the multi-generational thing here. Same. Uh, that does not ever happen in slashers. So, very true. In, in a genre that is solely focused on the life of teenagers and the reality of teenagers, this movie has two different generations that are both very active in the film and very aware of the central plot involving the Valentine's Day murders. Okay. And, and how about these people? Um, yeah. Tell me something. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now. The 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 girlfriend, you know, of the ex and the current girlfriend, uh, Blondie is her name. Blondie. Blondie. Yeah. Okay, but I think here's my thing. Her best friend Patty is one of the best like friends. Her personality is so cool. By the way, she's with Alpha Candy. That's her boyfriend. So to me, they're the coolest couple. And you know what? Patty's over there wearing a collar. So, hmm. Okay. See what I'm saying? The best friend is a very coveted role in mm -hmm. this genre. There's always the best friend. We love that type of stuff. But she's just great. And she and Alpha Candy together are amazing. Oh, they are the perfect couple. They're definitely, when we do our top 10, they're mm -hmm. going to be one of my top 10 couples. Oh, for so sure. Hard. I mean, with his mustache and Patty's, like, excitement, she's very enthusiastic. She's kind of over-the-top bubbly and uh, a foil to Sarah's, Blondie's name, um, to her very serious, like, problem with her guys. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I but here's my thing. I'm not gonna say anything right now. Right. But I'm just gonna we'll say just gonna say notice the collar. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that later. Okay, so Sheriff goes into the laundromat and guess what has happened? All of the heart decorations have been turned upside down. Inverted hearts. Ooh. How fun is that? That was legendary, by the way. Between his mustache and her excitement. Okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's like the dynamic duo. Oh, man. Right? Oh, yeah, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love Folks, them. Between his mustache and her excitement, <laughs> we're having a hell of a time. Oh, oh, oh look at this. Deep. Wow. No, 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 no. Okay. So... What just happened? Her body came out of the dryer. It, so it's been drying on a dry cycle? Uh-huh. Oh, come on. And it popped out. Can't do that to us. Oh, that was terrible. that was crazy. Uh, by the way, um, there's an exponential rise in graphicness uh -huh. happening here. This is still 1981, but let's take note. There's an exponential rise in graphicness. Oh, absolutely. So, hence the nine minutes of lost footage that, uh, that by the way, in the past couple of years, the uh, the actual version has been released on DVD. Really? I kind of want to see it. The uncut version is out there right now. And 
it also comes as one of the features on the DVD is sort of a brief history of the slasher. Oh, fun. It's really, really good stuff. If you like this movie, you, you get the uncut version and, and you'll like it that much more. I, I want to see it and I want to create our own grainy film cover to put over it. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, you know, because uh, makeup artists don't get enough credit. You oh, know, no, not at all. directors do, writers do, actors certainly get too much. But makeup artists are an essential person here. Like the slasher couldn't have really happened without them. Oh, not at all. And by the way, when she popped out of the dryer, whoever did the makeup was amazing. I mean, that was just really, really good work. And I kind of want to know, you know, did what did they use? Like paint and jello. <laughs> here's another reason why we need to figure out who that person is. How did they get nine minutes cut out? Like, I, you got to be good. You I know, know, right? So whoever this makeup artist is, props to them. Uh, we didn't we didn't research that particular detail because sometimes we get so caught up in the big picture. We're we're using our broad stroke brush here at Slashers and Zeus. Absolutely. But, uh, we're gonna have to do a little bit of research, figure out who that person is, maybe even reach out to them because the makeup art here is top notch. It really is. It is top notch. The the art of the cinema is to sort of create this uh, experience that is equally mental and visceral and they've certainly done it and very very realistic that heart in the bowl was crazy right like they went all out for this amazing so what's our kill count oh i want to say oh wait pause 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 okay pause where are you? 30, 29. 3, 2, 1, play. Okay, but can we talk about uh, the fact that my favorite poem has been read now when they found <laughs> when they found Mabel, the older woman, and yeah. there's another card and it said it happened once, it happened twice. Don't have the dance or it'll happen thrice or something like that. That was incredible. And now, are these people lined up to get into the dance or are they still setting up? Uh, I think they were still setting up and it's like okay. footloose now because, you know, they can't dance. So. Yeah, the Sunday shoes are on. Now, here we are back in the mine. Half of the movie takes place down here, by the way, in the mine. And it's crazy. There's a guy who's getting really sick down there, which is, you know, not really highlighted in the movie, but definitely it's showing it as not safe. That's very much worth noting. The, mm -hmm. the minor life is mm -hmm. a, a dangerous one. Oh, very. All right, so we've got another caller. Cut two, Blondie, in in a collar and you know what looks like a pioneer outfit, <laughs> and we've got TJ who's like a kind of kidnapping her in the car, 
with his flannel, very Twin Peaks. Okay, and now where are we? We're on a beautiful Canadian lake right now. It's really pretty. See, this is what Canada does. The Look scenery at this. right now. It's ridiculous. It's it's so utterly epic at this point. And they knew it too. Yeah. Wait, what did we call them? Beautiful Canadian bluffs? Yes. BCBs? <laughs> BCBs. Yeah, this is a bluff. BCBs. And I'm not bluffing. Oh honestly. no. But now it's a now it's what is it? You know, like love story. It's very dramatic. The music. Uh, this is one step away from Gone with the goddamn wind. Oh no. We've got violins. We've got TJ and he's all vulnerable. Oh. Look at him confessing his feelings too. Mm -hmm. Just, it just got real. Yep. And it just got real. Blondie over there. Her hair in the wind and she's walking away to right. the water and it's very dramatic. Oh my goodness, more violins. And amazing Canadian accents. I made a mistake. I love you and I want you back. <laughs> I really love the accents. <laughs> Me too. Oh my goodness. I think it really accentuates oh. everything oh. about the film. Oh, oh, thank you for, um, he says I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, Sarah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh-oh. I think they're back together now. They are. So Axel's back at the bar, and we don't know what's going to happen. Country music again. Oh, look at the moose head. Um... Is that air hockey that they're playing yeah, on? Yeah, I think... What's going on on that table? I think so. Must be, right? Canada. It looks like a, a version of it. Hey, they have, tension, tension. But uh, a huge neon moose head sign. Yeah. So, TJ and Axel just ran into each other. There's obviously massive tension at this point. Oh my goodness. I don't think they're going to be friends too much longer. Mm -mm. And now Sarah's walking home alone. Uh-oh, it's dark. Everything is spooky. There's an owl hooting. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? The... <laughs> yes, absolutely hooting. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. The music is doing its thing right it now. It really is. It's speeding up and there's like... Oh. Hey. Jump, Jump scare. scare. Oh, it's you. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. And oh, it's you. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. Oh, what? A okay. It's the sheriff. It's the sheriff. Now you like it. I know. I love it all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's the now, SD. Right? Look at the uh, look at this neighborhood. Look at this, look at this Canadian neighborhood at nighttime. Population three thousand something. Mm -hmm. Valentine's Bluff. This guy, the bartender, by the way, gets the award for the oh, coolest person in this movie. 
Oh, I love it. In yeah, fact, so real. I move that we figure out a name for the for the award that goes to <gasps> the coolest person in each movie. Okay. We need to figure out a name for that because we have names for everything else. Oh, but, <laughs> but there's always like that super real person that doesn't get acknowledged. I think it's got to be Alpha Candy. <laughs> the Alpha Candy Award? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's perfect. I love it. As I sit here with my candy heart, too. Nice. That's perfect. Okay, what is happening here? So they're all at the bar, and they're like, they're kind of making fun of everything that's been happening, and... Oh, okay. Bartender's awesome. Yeah, he really is. He gets the Alpha Candy Award. He's the Alpha Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's like, you don't have a party. You'll be sorry. There we go. Wait, should it be the Crazy Ralph Award, though? Well, we should have two. We should have the best. We should have the best Crazy Ralph and then, like, the best Alpha Candy who's part of the group. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the bartender can't stand him, and I love it. Look at this long shot here of just the coal mines and this industrial area here. This is great stuff. Uh-oh. Okay, so now we're with the bartender alone at night. He's got his pickaxe. He's dressed up in the jumpsuit pickaxe, and I think his intentions are to... Either, I'm not sure, either scare the group into not having the dance or to maybe try to prevent it. But he's on a mission right now. Yeah, he sure is. And um, that was a good, like, mislead um, with the, his boots. It was, only showed his boots for a second. Right. Which I, I think we're going to have to name his boots Bootsy Collins. I think so too. Okay, what is he doing? This is oh, this is my one of my favorite. Uh, oh, this is good. This scares. is really good. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> the crazy bartender is building a like a miner with a pickaxe, mm. just out of he's like roping a pickaxe to a suit, and so when you open the door. The miner pops out, and he's just laughing so hard at his own invention. He's like, Ooh. "He loves it," <laughs> and he's doing it over and over. And he's also drunk. <laughs> yeah. And so he's gonna open the door one more time, and it's the Ooh. real killer. It's the real miner. Uh huh. With, mm, so our bartender's gone. Now that's what I call contributing to the delinquency of a miner. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, look at that. He's carrying bartender with his pickaxe like down the road. Oh no. That was and pretty good. Now, now look at this. the wind is blowing. Oh. It's the day of the dance. Okay. Our team here the sheriff and his buddy yeah. are kind of not really feeling it. They know something's wrong now. 
Well, yeah, but the kids don't care. They're setting up in the dance hall. Yep, Moosehead beer. Tons of it. Doritos and whatnot. It's body time. Oh, look at that oh. Budweiser. You can't oh. hide that. Was that a tape deck? What is he? Yes. So so they're playing some eight tracks. Nice. They've got some eight track tapes, some Budweiser, some hot dog bun, some moosehead. Oh, this uh, is cool. Wait, there's another kind of beer. What is that? It's a white can with a red label. I didn't see it. See if, see if we can get a closer look at some point. <laughs> Hygiene. Valentine Bluffs Police Department. <gasps> Uh oh, another heart shaped box. Hey, way. Oh no. <laughs> I don't have any complaints. Yay. You know what? That fur collar on his jacket. Mm -hmm. I'm That's, not going to lie, I like it. I like it too, actually. <laughs> yeah, should cool. we should we extend the airplane collar to the fur? Yes, we should extend the airplane <laughs> collar to the fur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to explain that? <laughs> so, the airplane collar <laughs> is a thing that we came up with to describe the type of collar that is sort of omnipresent in slasher movies, particularly in the early 80s. We have extremely large, extremely exaggerated collars, uh, typically on button-up shirts, and the collars extend out sideways to yes. the left and, and to the right. <laughs> and so I, I sort of imagine, you know, a giant. Just picture Paul Bunyan coming along and sort of grabbing yes. their collar holding it like a paper airplane and throwing them across the room. And they okay. would fly. Shoom! So that's <laughs> why we call it a paper airplane collar. These collars are not messing around. These collars oh, have no. their zip code, some of them. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So he's wearing this huge fur collar on his leather jacket. It's pretty cool, though. Some of them even own stocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, look, look, did you see TJ? Okay, so now the dance is full on. Like, they're partying, they're drinking. TJ comes in, and his his shirt, it's like a button-up shirt. It's buttoned up maybe halfway, and he has this little bandana tied around his neck like a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> this is this wonderful. Oh, my God, I missed that the last time. Uh, me too, me too. So hey, look at the background. Look at the background. Okay, under the Pepsi. Pepsi. Under the Pepsi. There's a heart. Oh, it's an arrow. I thought it was a drop of blood. No, it's... Oh, well, okay. we should say, too. So the sheriff's heart-shaped box ended up being actual chocolates. It's from the older woman who met her minor. Uh-oh. Minor. <laughs> okay, boiling hot dogs. Hey, anytime uh -oh. you have boiling water in a slasher movie, you know someone's face is going in that. Thing. Oh, absolutely. All of a sudden, we have the like super cool new wave music guy who kind of doesn't really fit in with the rest of them. 
he's going into <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like he's cool. He's like yeah. the Tesh mode in this banjo hillbilly thing, and yes, the lone Depeche mode in this banjo hillbilly thing. Exactly. So he goes in to check on the hot dogs, but the miners there. Oh, and by the way, not only uh -oh. do we have paper airplane collars, but we also have something else called Mr. Potato Head hair. Oh. And the sheriff is the embodiment of this. <laughs> I mean, it is just plopped on there. <laughs> if you grab that thing and just lift upward, yep. there's going to be like a like a piece on the end of it that goes into its head. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's <laughs> perfectly just glued on there. Uh-oh, now there's like a this toupee real is on point. This is Oh, really is. Uh, should we start making to pay ratings, I'm giving this a at least a 9.5. Oh, I think so too, because especially the color. Look it's, at the color. It's something I don't really understand. It's like a, it's like a silver yellow. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm I'm trying to come up with a a name for this color. The best I could do was curry. Oh, that's it's it's curry with some with some salt it's curry with salt it's salted <laughs> a salted curry toupee but it does not match his skin an sct <laughs> like his face it, it doesn't match at all and it, <laughs> no it doesn't match at all and he's and it's it's also he got it from the game show host rack right? oh my god yes it's, it's the game show host toupee oh my god so now there's another heart shaped box and it is a heart and so cut back to the bar Oh, everybody! Everybody's partying, but the yeah. subplot is getting completely out of control at this yep. point. Uh, Axel is uh, very angry. He he sort of senses that um, things are not going his way, nope. and TJ is here, kind of containing himself. He really wants to sock uh, Axel in the face. Yep. And I'm not sure I blame him. And I don't either. Let's see what happens. And did you see? Look at, look, look at his shirt and the little. Little bow tie bandana. Ooh, the bow tie bandana. The BTB. Yes. Nice. Ooh, now, how, how about that vest? What is your opinion of that forest green vest? I like it. It's like Ooh. the Back to the Future vest, but green. All right, TJ and Axel are going at it right now. Oh, uh, finally, though. They're fighting. Uh oh. I don't know if TJ was too drunk. Or if Axel's genuinely tougher, hmm. I think I might have a hard time believing that. But <gasps> oh, Axel best exit ever! Kind of okay. won that one, and then Alpha Candy broke them up. Yeah, the Mustache Man. So he kind of just tossed them around like dolls. He's like, oh yeah, he's like get out of here. Yeah, okay, he's, but he's in charge of this movie. Best exit ever, Axel. Uh, he's leaving. <laughs> And he grabs a can of beer before he actually goes, and he like he does a spin, and he opens the can of beer, like in the spin, and then leaves. It's the coolest thing ever. That actually was wonderful. You it's know, like, I anyway. I think that Axel is like one of the only characters in all of Slasherdom that I am completely neutral about. Right? Like you wouldn't really? think that would be neutral. You you wouldn't think so. Wait. What? It's like I don't 
love him or hate him. Well, he's just there. Yeah, it's kind of Axel. <laughs> yeah, and I think that it's kind of a good thing in this context because it, usually somebody playing the role that Axel's playing, I would not like that. Right. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not, he's not that bad. Like he's not going to make me hate him. No, because TJ was gone. He left right. town. Like that's the detail I think they had to put in because it. Because otherwise, yeah, otherwise it's really bad. Everyone's gonna hate a lot of people in this movie, but it, it's just kind of a sad thing. It is. It's yeah. It's just really tough. Okay, who are these people? Now what's going on? <laughs> Wait, what's going on here? So. We, we've got a couple messing around in a mine car. What? In the mine. So, wait. So, they went down in the mine? I suppose so. They left the party. They're now in the mine. And they're in the cart. And now, here's where we're, we're going to get some really great cinematography. <gasps> okay. Some really cool camera work. We, we just Ooh. got a nice little shot of all of the mining suits. Came from the ceiling. More suits. More suits. Um, this last year's got they some suits. Suit on. <laughs> okay, so our our boy with his um, like a Peter Pan outfit. I don't really know what's going on there. I I don't know that we've even <laughs> seen these people that much. I don't think so either. So all of a sudden, we're with a couple. Uh, our Peter Pan boy and right. his girlfriend, and so she's just in the cart. Um, they're not in like the mine, but they're right in the cart that would take you to the mine. Yeah. And above her, it's pretty cool actually. Like all the suits, you can pull a, a little rope thing, and they all like come down. And so I'm thinking something's gonna happen. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, cut back to the kitchen. They're boiling some hot dogs, right? But guess what? This is the same pot <gasps> that that guy's face got shoved in. Ew! And he's actually in the refrigerator. Oh no! That was crazy. Okay. So, a, a little, like, one of those almost but not quite moments just happened. Mm -hmm. They opened the fridge. The dead body was in the fridge, but they didn't actually see it. But we did. We sure did. Okay, so now we're back with the girlfriend. And okay, we're, yeah, back in the mines. Uh-oh. Like, all the suits are around her. So, right. oh my god, all the miners... Oh, no, 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 no. And now there's water running, but she can't tell, like, who turned on the spout. Who's doing... Ooh, okay, we see a black glove. And... Oh, are these the showers? Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So all of a sudden, all the showers are being turned on, and she's freaking out. Okay... Ooh, okay, so, and then all of a sudden, like, the suits just 
start dropping one by one and, and scaring her. That's kind of cool. It's a total maze of mining suits and it's like a, a scary, um, you know, what are those called? The houses? Oh, uh, a fun house. Yeah, like a fun house. Oh my god. <gasps> uh oh. Hey. It's one of the things that drops. Uh oh, the miner's got her. Miner's got her. And he picks her up like she's just a Barbie. Ooh. And he. Well, it cuts away. We don't. So we see like a, a long kind of pole, and it seems like she's gonna meet the end, but it cuts away immediately, so. So now our Peter Pan is yeah. back. Our Peter Pan is well, indeed back. I don't know what that vest is. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a six pack too. Oh my goodness. Uh oh. Okay, so he's like, oh, the showers are turned on. This is gonna be a party. Oh my god. Uh, this. I'm just gonna say right now, this is gonna make my top ten. Of really creative kills. Look at this. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean because we're about to see it. Oh my god! And here it is. Holy Moses! Oh my god! Yeah, this is this is pure art right here. You're right. That's amazing. Wow. And it's very difficult to describe what was just actually happening, but the the way in which she was impaled and sort of hung onto the shower. Oh god, that sounds created, so Yes, it, it, it created this uh, situation where the water is actually coming out of her mouth. Oh, it's, but it doesn't show all of it. It just shows a, like a very kind of blurry side of her face. So all you, you see her mouth and then all the water coming out and it's nuts, it's crazy. Ah. I love the the way in which she was impaled. <laughs> yes, well, you know, it's Tuesday. Oh my god. Now, as far as creativity goes, I would give that a 10. That's what I'm saying. Come there on. There aren't too many 10s, but that was one of them. That's gotta be. That's right up yeah. there with the, with the shish kebab from Happy oh, Birthday the, to Me. Oh, the legendary shish kebab. Yes, Happy Birthday to Me. That's that's probably like the 10. This is up there though, in almost a very similar um, way, actually. But in Happy Birthday to Me, my favorite kill is actually the motorcycle wheel. I know it is. You love it. I know. I don't know why I love it so much. What is okay. your favorite kill of all time off the top of your head? Shish kebab. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. It's, it's so really good. Good. And You know why? Because she dips it in the hot powder. I know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's the actress who was um, the, the Ingalls girl. Mary Wilder? Um, yeah, but her sister, Mary. She oh. played Mary in, yeah, in the, in the Little House series. And I just, you know, it's hard to beat that just with how much I watch that show. Yeah. And so to see her as being this crazy killer is pretty fun. Hey, actually, you know what? I lied. My favorite kill is from Friday the 13th 3. Wow. I know. Isn't that weird? Wait and a second. That's so weird, right? Let me guess. Is it the the um, water shooter? 
it is the guy who's doing a handstand. Oh, of course it is. That's right. He's, he's walking down the hallway on his hands, and mm -hmm. then Jason takes his machete <laughs> with one yeah. swipe and cuts him into four pieces. That's so bad. I know. No, but it's really, really cool. Again, amazing, yeah. amazing um, artists, makeup artists. And they just, just don't get enough credit. And can you oh. imagine how it must have felt? to work their ass off on one of these movies around this time. Mm -hmm. And then all of all of their work got cut out of the film. That really Can you even sucks. imagine like how sad they would have been? Because oh, they didn't God. know. They wouldn't have known until they went to the theater and saw it. Oh no, I know. That's so sad. That's, That's so sad. Awful. But makeup art is a very serious thing and especially in the horror genre you know, this is, um, there, there are a lot of visceral, graphic things mm -hmm. that go on. Well, and especially My Bloody Valentine, I mean, I it's, really want to look yeah. this up, because whoever this is, I mean, they've, they're creative. They've got it down. It's really, really good. Oh, 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 wait. I have a contender so, for favorite kill. Oh, okay, what's that? Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and the uh, the puppet the, the Skinwalker oh. and his veins become like puppet strings. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay, are you kidding me? That's amazing. That's really, really good. So, we'll get that's there. That's really, really good. I know. Something <laughs> tells me that's going to be a really fun episode. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> me too. I'm a dream warrior, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So you want to talk about the movie? <laughs> well, so <laughs> I guess we probably should. All of a sudden, everyone is down in the mine, and I don't know what they're doing. I guess they're just kind of partying. <clears throat> A little bit drunk and just seeing. Okay, let's go have some fun in the coal mine. Yeah, right? they they took the cart and it became like a Disney ride. They were going really fast down the the railroad thing. <laughs> so let's make another Disneyland reference. So we we talked about Splash Mountain because of the zippity doo dah yes. quality. So in that regard, this movie is Splash Mountain. But in a literal sense, it is Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, very true. It is definitely Big Thunder Mountain. I mean, there that that mine part right there, you know, that's the epitome of it. And in fact, Big Thunder Mountain was one of your favorite rides when you were very um, young. Still is. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, our couples have just been in the mine, but now back. It, at the Valentine's Day party, they, people, I mean, I, I think our sequence is going to start soon because people are finding the bodies. Yes. Oh, our Peter Pan's coming in. Peter Pan survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he Crazy. found he found his girlfriend, so he's coming in. He's like, oh, a body. Uh, some other girl coming in saying, like, there's a guy in the fridge. Body. Uh well, that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, hell yeah. 
Axel's like, Harry Warden, Dang. get out, get out. He just turned into Super Axel so fast. He did. He's like, everybody get out. That's wow. I love it. By the way, the Peter Pan actor did a really good job. Look at his face after he's, you know, he's found his girlfriend. Yeah. He's really amazing right now. He looks terrified. You know, I, I think that this is worth noting because we don't expect slashers to have great acting. That's not like something we expect. It's not something we require. Sure. You know, and it's not something that we are upset about when it isn't well, present. No, of course not. But it, it is very much worth noting that My Bloody Valentine has actual great acting. It really does. And I think Canada, the Canadian slashers as a whole, kind of have the better actors. Right? They do it. They do it. Um, they, they love what they're doing. And it, it, it's, it's more serious. I really believe them. And so now Axel and TJ are working together. They're like, oh my God, Patty and Sarah, who is Blondie, uh, and, and Mustache Man, they're all down in the mine. Like, we got to go get them. So we have officially entered the sequence. Yeah. Because now they're a team. Yeah. And so they're the sequence, honestly. The sequence is, is another one of those... Uh, sort of slasher things, part of the iconography here, it generally happens in the last third of the film. Once people become aware that there is in fact a crisis involving people being killed, right. everyone's psychology changes. You know, and oh, the fun and games sort of transition into this uh, running and screaming type of thing. And here yeah. we are now. And here we are now. We're in the sequence. So we've got uh, Alpha Candy, and he's got Blondie with him. <laughs> Alpha Candy. Oh, Alpha Candy. And what's her face? Uh, Alpha Candy. Patty is, is his girlfriend. Patty. Um, Blondie is the, is the one TJ and Axel fight over. Her name is Sarah. <gasps> oh, her name's Sarah? Okay. See, I didn't know. <laughs> And then we've got the jokester still. I forgot Dang, the about jokester, him. This is the longest the jokester has ever survived, by the way. Dang. <laughs> like, he's still here? That's ridiculous. Wait a second. Generally, the jokester is fourth on the kill count. Right. Okay, wait, what is our kill count again? I must admit... I have not kept track. I've been I've been just way too into it. <laughs> I know. Oh goodness. Okay, hold on. There's the woman with the heart tattoo. The beginning. There's right. Mabel, aka yes. Green Gables. <laughs> Mabel of Green Gables. Yes. <laughs> There's <laughs> um, the crazy Ralph bartender. That's There's weird. Peter Pan's girlfriend. Four. The man in the fridge. Five. I think we're at five. Okay. You know what? That's a really good number to be at at this point in the film. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. It's not too much and it's not too little. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Peter Pan's girlfriend with the man in the fridge. <laughs> it's, like ah. a, it's a slasher clue. Yes! <laughs> 
gosh. I, I, I only hope <laughs> that anyone listening to this podcast can experience <laughs> these movies the way that we do. I, I, hope, I hope that so. anyone listening to this can love these movies the way that we do. Because these movies are so damn fun. I mean, and if you're not watching along, because it is a play-along, then hopefully you're listening and you're really immersed in our fun watching the movie. and, and Yeah, we really love things. We just love these things. You know, you're going to hear a lot of people talk about slashers in, in sort of a negative way, but you won't find that here. We love these things. We... We, we will criticize them in, in the way that a parent criticizes their child, you know, with, with love. Because oh, we, yeah. we love the genre as a whole so much that sometimes we get a little bit disappointed in certain elements. But Which we no will point story. out, though. Yeah, absolutely, because we, we owe that yeah. to people who are trying to get into this. Because I, I understand that there's like a whole new generation now who is going back and getting into these movies. You know, and they're like, "What? What the hell's going on? What was all that '80s slasher stuff?" Well, we're here to tell you that '80s slasher stuff was the ultimate thing. It was so much fun. I mean, the icons. I mean, the the killer, the killer with the suit, the Halloween costumes. Uh oh. Okay. So down in the mines, that we see the killer. In down the suit. in the mines. <laughs> nice. But we see him just use the pickaxe to to smash all the lights and i said if my like you know slasher <laughs> my slasher personality would be this guy just using the oh. pickaxe and just like <laughs> taking all the lights out right and and i don't doubt that for a second <laughs> <laughs> so also the boots Okay, so we're, we're back in the mines. We've got Alpha Candy, Blondie, Ginny. Mm -hmm. Did you say her name? Patty. Was? Oh, Patty. <laughs> well, you know. Patty is, is the mustache man, Alpha Candy's girlfriend. Yes. And now here comes TJ, and we've got the jokester. Okay, but TJ with that shirt down to his belly button almost <laughs> right 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 <laughs> it's a little much <sighs> so this is what we like to call a full suite right here we have a full suite of sociological archetypes working yes. together working together full suite mm -hmm. in the sequence <laughs> oh yeah That's for sure are badass because they gave us a, a, an entire language to use yeah we've got the alpha, we've got the jokester, the best friend, and the final girl. And then, uh, oh. yeah, like the boyfriend who's and the try troubled, to defend. Uh, the troubled, complicated dude. Yeah, yeah, TJ. Yeah, like, this uh, is oh. incredible. Oh, but see, I'm worried now because our alpha mustache man goes off alone. And that mustache is nothing short of robust. You know, Oh my god, okay, if anyone has seen Return to Oz... He has the exact mustache from um, TikTok. Of TikTok? Oh my god. Oh my god. I can never unsee that now. He actually, he is That's TikTok. Ever, he is TikTok. That's so all I'm ever going to see now. 
I'm going to post a picture of anyone that doesn't yes. know what we mean. It, do, do like a side-by-side. -side. I'm going to because the mustache wow. is amazing. And another amazing 80s movie, by the way. Oh, we just lost him, though. We oh, we lost him. him with the nail gun. Dang. <gasps> the Alpha Candy is dead. That's too bad. That That's actually a pretty big loss. That one hurts. He was a great character. And he goes so, off to try to be a hero, at least. Rest in peace, mustache man. Oh, no. Jokester is still alive, which is completely uh, random. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a scaredy cat. Oh, God. Oops. Okay, jump scare. Oh. And, and it worked, too. Oh, mustache man. Oh, his name is Hollis. <laughs> it's Hollis? Yeah, Patty's boyfriend. Oh, wow. oh, no, no, no. How sad. This actually is really sad. I really like this guy. I love this guy. Oh, and Patty's awesome. Yeah. Definitely, um, let's remember them when we do our top ten slasher couples. Which, absolutely, we're on our way. Yeah, we've got a, a number of top ten things. We definitely have enough for a very full episode. Well, this is episode nine, so... Aha. Our next episode. Hey, that's music to my ears. So so we'll take a... Either we'll take a break to mm -hmm. do top tens, or we'll combine it with the next film. What do you think we should do? I think we should, like, do, do the film and then do the top tens yeah. at the end. Yeah. Something like that. We could do that. I think so. And then we could put, I'll post pictures too of the top tens. Because we'll cover yeah. them all eventually. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it'll be really fun to see if our top tens remain our top tens once we get to those actual movies. You know what I think we should do? We should have exactly 10. Yeah, of course. Exactly 10 categories of top tens. Nice. It'll be 10 sections. Ooh. Oh my god, okay. They're saying, oh god, Axel's right here with the girls. TJ's missing. They're like, Harry's here. He's come back after 20 years, killing us. Axel's like, trying Harry. to comfort them. His name is Harry Warden. Yeah. The killer from 20 years ago. And he's like, yeah. ugh, do it once, do it twice. I'm gonna do it thrice. Thrice. Okay, that's when you know he's serious. Yeah, he's writing these notes. <laughs> Anyone who uses the word thrice... I'm in. Yeah. You know they have a pickaxe. You do. Hey, show notes? Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put, the, we'll put the poem in the show notes. Yeah. Thrice. Okay, so... See, this, I would even say, makes me more claustrophobic than Terror Train. Yeah, this is this is a very enclosed space here. I, it makes me even uncomfortable just how they have to duck as they're walking because it's just, it's so small and they're underground. Right. And everything is just covered with, you know, all of the, the coal, the soot, the, the dirt. Oh my god, an axle. Oh god, oh god, someone's coming, someone's coming. 
Oh, oh no. that was a really bad mistake. Oh, it was TJ. Oh, Axel, it was TJ. All right, so remember how I thought I was going to hate Terror Train? Yes. And then I loved it. How fun was that? That was hilarious. Yeah. I, I convinced myself I was going to hate it only because it took place on a train. But it's got Jamie B. I know, it was like completely incredible. So when I realized that I had been led down the wrong path, <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you might say I was railroaded. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, how about <laughs> this This car? It looks like, um, what is it, the Ecto-1, the Ghostbusters car? Oh, it totally is. This uh, looks like the Ghostbusters car. Amazing. Oh, and my God. Potato Head. <laughs> Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff Tater. Oh, yes. Okay, and he's going to go down in the mine and try to help these girls and TJ and Axel because mm -hmm. it's all we have left by the by. Now, mine, you. Um, oh, no. There's... Oh, no. All of this uh, all of this smoke that's coming out of it is really great stuff. There's like oh. as much smoke coming out of the mine as you would see on the dance floor at a Depeche Mode concert. Oh, absolutely. This, okay, that's something else I really love, is that this uh, keeps the misty, dark vibe of right. Terry Train. Yes, it does. Very much so. And, and so... trains run on coal. Well, there you go. Crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Okay. We're down the mine. They finally made it to the to the machine that brings them above ground, but someone smashed the control panel. So how are they gonna get out? Uh-oh. Mm. Well, there's a ladder that's about a billion stories long. But they're they're doing it. They're trying. Oh, I'm scared. We are fully in the sequence now. Okay, Axel's like just shooting up there. Patty's getting terrible uh, fear of heights, so she's she's really going slowly. She's kind of pausing a lot. Oh no. Blondie's trying, but... Oh, no, Patty. This is kind of a cool shot, though. So it's it's super dark. They're climbing this, this old ladder that's made out of iron. And we hear water. Like, it's really damp and uh, there's mist. Mm -hmm. It's really I am... cool. Actually, currently mesmerized by the mist. So, the visuals here are highly effective. There's almost no light, but yeah. there's a lot of smoke. Uh, the feeling of impending doom is very much with us here. Oh my god. It's damp down there, it's dark, it's dank. 
Yes, we that's did. the word. Okay, what was Axel's face doing when he was... What? It, what is his face doing as he's climbing? <gasps> he seems to be enjoying it. Uh, it's that. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. <gasps> he's really enjoying this climb. Holy okay. hell! I'm not really sure what just happened. But Holy Moses! The Joker <gasps> just died somehow. Oh my God! And see, that was that was a great example of a very edited scene we literally have no idea what happened because it was cut so much all of a sudden he just someone flings him over or something and he's he just yeah. falls to the bottom so now now they have to uh, they have to climb back down so now they're like trying to hurry down the ladder because uh-oh the killer must be up top if the jokester was just flung over the side what is happening okay i don't understand what's happening We've got our last four. Yep. TJ, Axel, Patty, Sarah. We are so into the sequence here. And this mine, this ever-expansive place here. Right. Uh, that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh my and god. I, I kind of like how this is under the town. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, at any given time, they could be below the bar or somebody's house or somebody's friend's house or whatever <laughs> totally you know i love it fun stuff nice oh my god it's really creepy axel's like i don't okay Stop. Stop. something has come over axel something's going on he's acting like a creeper he's he's completely changed well i don't know if he's scared or if he's like uh, Maybe oh. he's so scared that he drove himself crazy. Yeah, in in a weird kind of oh 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 oh. So we come back. The wood from the railing into the dirty water is broken, mm -hmm. and someone pushed Axel over, and now he's drowned. Oh my God! So now it's just the girls and TJ. Wow. Uh-oh. The water's 60 feet deep. He's like, what's happening? Nobody so, knows. Wait, we're we're at eight, right? Are we at eight? I think we're at eight. People? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do this again. <laughs> Heart-shaped tattoo. Mm-hmm. Mabel from Green Gables. Two. Bartender, Crazy Ralph guy. Three. Man in the fridge. Four. Peter Pan's girlfriend. Five. Um, jokester. Six. Axel. Seven. Who am I missing? Oh, stash man. Yeah. Eight. All right, we're at eight. Yeah. Oh That's my god, wait. Wait a second. We're at ten. We're at ten? Yeah. What, Who are the we, two that we missed? We were so obsessed with the mustache man, we forgot yeah. why he was so freaked out and, like, running away. He saw the couple that we, like, had never seen before. They were just some random couple down there. They were oh. making out, and there was some huge chain that, like, went through them both. Oh, man. Blink and you miss it. Seriously. It was maybe a second... 
it panned to that, and then all of a sudden we're back with our mustache man, and we're. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm I'm gonna say here, next Valentine's Day, we should probably do another episode and get a hold of the uncut version. <gasps> that would be super Don't fun. Don't you think we should do that? Because there's like so much missing here. And I think that that's part of the the disjointed vibe. Yes, is, I agree. Is all of the cuts. <gasps> oh God! Speaking of cuts, she's oh. got cut. Here's kill number eleven. Holy hell! Um, the killer just came out of nowhere. Her name's Marcy. Correct? Patty. <laughs> oh. <gasps> so Patty's gone. Killer came out of nowhere. But uh, we've got we've got a lot of. I I mean people in the miners masks but what so now we have sarah and tj i think that's part of the uh effectiveness here is that no one would think twice about seeing someone walking around in in that mask oh of course that's so why i think it's genius wear it. yeah like no one's gonna suspect them unlike uh, other masks in other movies, right? You can't just walk into the diner and say, hey, I'm sitting here in this mask. Right. Um, but this one works. It's half ant, it's half elephant. This ant at top, sense. elephant on the bottom. The ant is business, the elephant is part. No, the fly! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, now it's an ant. <laughs> I'm in the fly. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's goodness. so good. Okay, jump scare. Sarah's all by herself, and a black glove reaches out to her shoulder. But More it's black TJ. Gloves. By the way, the black gloves, when we get to our Jalo month, we're going to see why these black gloves are so important. I'm they, excited. The black gloves are a thing. By the way, can I just say, like, this viewing is flying by. Right. Right, we're at the end of the sequence. That's crazy. Okay, the killer finds TJ and Sarah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, look at this. This is going to be a fun action sequence here. They're on a mining cart. It's moving forward, and they're jumping from... Uh, compartment to compartment, the killer in tow, and then here comes the, the town mob, right? They know that something's wrong. Everyone is involved now. There's a killer oh. on the loose. And, and I would also like to point out that the town mob that's come down here to catch the killer, they are all from 20 years ago. Right. Every person in that mob is, is like from back in the days. And they think that Harry has come back. Harry Walden, right? Warden. Warden. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Oh, look at Sarah go. Alright, she... Oh god, she grabs a shovel. That was good. And jumps off the cart and is like, TJ, TJ's battling the killer. And she's, she's like, get him. And oh my god, who will get there first? The mob? The killer? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The mining gear... Like, we keep saying it, but it's so true. The mining gear just looks good, you know? It does. For the it... movie, it looks good. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> what is the sheriff doing right now? Look at this. Oh, my God. There was um, Alvin Candy's dad that just ran by. Oh. So, 
This is a very small town, and the middle-aged people are all retired miners. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this mine plays a very significant role in these people's life and has been the catalyst for many love stories, etc. Oh my god. But, oh, we're back. Oh god, Sarah, TJ, and the killer. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Now they're in this Sarah, little... TJ, and the killer. Yes. That sounds like a kid's book. I love it. Nice. Where is this? It's It's very enclosed. Oh, oh, you know what it looks like? The place where um, the blast was 20 years ago and yeah. everybody got caught? Yes. We're, we're right back there now. Oh, nice. Yes, it's like like uh, Metallica once said, but back to the front here. Oh my goodness. The immortal words. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. Oh my, okay. So the killer's pickaxe got stuck in the stone as he was wielding it around and he, all of a sudden now he has a, a knife <gasps> oh my god oh my god oh hey. no oh my god sarah pulls off the mask and it's axel it's axel oh. here comes a flashback and by the way that was incredibly well done you see that flashback well oh campiness was at an 11 there um it turns out that the ubiquitous past event here is when harry was killing people 20 years ago one of the people he killed was related to axel who was a child at the time and was hiding under the bed and and witnessing this so 20 years later here he is sort of reenacting it Oh god! And they really hammed it up too with the with the uh, the prologue flashback here. Oh, it's so hammed. Very highly recommended. The kid, he's like sucking his thumb, just covered in blood. Oh my god! It it was pretty perfect. But poor Axel, like he, when the mask comes out, it looks like he's a different person. He's just staring, and he's he's crying, and he's right. Just, he's a totally different person. He was really affected. So he faked. Jump something. He must have pushed something in the water, and hid. And then Sarah and TJ thought that he had drowned. Because, oh, it's Axel. Now, and once again, by the way, too, like if you go back and watch this a second time, a third time, all of a sudden it's obvious, right? What, what yes. we like to call obvious, but the first time you'll never know, right? You just never know. So Axel was a great surprise. And then, do you see what I mean? Did you see Alpha Candy's dad just now? Yes. That's clearly his father. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then he got crushed like a bunch of the rocks fell. Mm. Ooh, uh-oh. Um. Um. Hey, Sue. Wow. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Be my bloody valentine. <laughs> okay, so, um, Axel thinks crazy. he's Harry. He thinks he's Harry. He's, like, running away from them, and he's laughing. And... Uh! <laughs> wow, listen to that laugh and fade 
to the credits, man. Buddy this is great. Valentine. Okay, um, this song is straight from The Hobbit, straight yeah. to the credits, and then all of a sudden it's like, a legend began, every woman and so man would always right. remember the time. Rolling. I'm, I'm ready to go on a journey to find a ring. I mean, this oh, is absolutely. incredible. Once every year as the 14th draws near, there's a hush all over the town. You, you know, <laughs> we should remake this song, Witchcraft. Oh, heck yeah. Ooh, there's a curse that live on and on. This is amazing. So so here we are listening to a morbid medieval folk tale song. Oh, absolutely we are. Uh, as the credits roll. So it ends with like, okay, he's alive, but they can't get to him. And he's just like, ah, Harry will make you pay. <laughs> There's no closure either because no he closure just got all. away. He just got away. He, he disappears and he's like, Sarah. Oh, and guess what? No one else knows that it's Axel. True. Because they didn't actually, so it's like their word against his now. Yes, it is. Wow. And you like how his name is Axel? The killer's name is Axel. And oh, of course. Just being used here. He's, yeah. I love it. Oh my god. There's a silence and fear in the air. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, are you kidding me? Remember the morn? That the legend was born. Oh, they're ramping up now. I'm I'm rocking out so hard to this folk song. This is amazing. Um, hey, let's all right. Let's let's get a name for this song. No one will know of the horror from a long time ago. Oh, it's called Home Along the Highway by Lee Bach. All right, so we're gonna more on that for sure. From a long time. <laughs> Amazing. And that's and the end of the movie. Whoa. <laughs> Holy Moses. Okay, yeah. so, okay. Gotta unpack this. I'm gonna save my rating for a little I'll bit. Say, how many suitcases do I have? <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna know. How would you compare this viewing versus our initial viewing? Well,. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Um, I mean... Night and day, this viewing was so much more fun. Oh, it was so fun. It I was love it. just so much more fun. And we mentioned before, part of that was that we we sort of... Uh, well, first of all, we we always kind of get what we call mesmerized. Yes when we watch these movies for the first time in what is sometimes like 10 years, 20 years. Absolutely. And we're just kind of latching on to everything. I had it going in HD, which was a very big mistake. I, well, I did too the first time. Yeah. So you see, so here we are watching it in HD and we're like, man, something's not right here. Right. And oh. there are, there are a couple of, other issues I had with it that now seem to have evaporated. Ooh, interesting. So I think that uh, I'm going to go ahead and blame HD for, for the, the entire thing that happened during the first viewing. Do it. So, uh, you know, little nitpicks could possibly be, well, 
Well, I'll get into TJ the two. survived. You know, TJ survived. Like, there probably shouldn't have been a final guy. Um, I would say yes if I liked the final girl better. Right. The and, final girl. Oh, I know. Is definitely my biggest gripe. Okay, same. Because yeah. I vote for her friend Patty because we were shown the two of them and actually Patty had the collar on first. How fun is that? How fun is that? I so like her vibe. <laughs> best friend actually mm -hmm. had the final girl shirt on. I just, I think she was cool. I think she was funny. I liked her with Mustache Man. If they had been the final couple, I would be all about it. Oh, that's what you said. That's what you said the other yeah. day. You said, um, if if they would have made her the final girl, mm -hmm. that you would have just loved this movie so much more. Yeah, I actually think Patty would have been a more charismatic choice. Clearly. Um, Clearly. They dropped the ball. They did. Blondie's not... A bad she's not actress. bad, she's not notable. She's she, not notable at all. She's, she's in... Okay, here's what I think happened with her. She's acting in the movie subplot. She For her, it's all about right. the romance. And it's she's not the final girl slasher type. She's uh -huh. in the romance. And that's how she plays it. She and, does that well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, but that's it. And... Yeah. And so th that's that's my kind of thing uh, with the movie is just I really wish she had been more interesting. Um, but I will say I love the poetry. I love the little notes. I love the the creativity and the the makeup artists. Amazing, amazing jobs. Um, love the mining suit. I think that is so cool. Uh, it just, it looks really imposing, but it's also hard to tell who's the killer because everybody's wearing it. And I think that is a really interesting detail of the movie. Um, cause it's like, it could be anybody. Mm -hmm. And what else do I love? I mean, the atmosphere is just the, the dark, uh, mining culture, but then kind of juxtaposed with the country hillbilly bar. Is just <laughs> oh, yes. so funny. Yes. So I'm gonna save my rating, but that's those for me. Like that's the pro, the pros and the cons. Okay. So what I truly loved about this film, I'm kind of a sucker for the multi generational aspect mm -hmm. of storyline. This has happened in a couple of other movies. And the reason I like it so much is because it reinforces the lore. You know, the fact that there's two generations of townspeople who kind of know about this situation. Yeah. You know, the, the entire town is, is functioning with this legend of the killer, you know, Harry, in the back of their minds. And not only that, but they all worked the mines when they were younger and they all have the same rituals there's one yeah. officer in the whole town yeah you know, exactly it's like this super podunk rural type of a situation 
but in some way they got soul, you know, and I don't know how they managed to pull that off, but this little town of Valentine Bluffs, it, 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 it has so much soul, and they just kind of, they go in the mines, and then they drink mm-hmm. their moose head at the end of the day, and they do just classic uh, human things, right, yeah. on the surface, and it, and it just works. It just works so well. So I was sort of drawn in to this town. And um, I I tell you, they gave me the keys to the city. Okay. Valentine Bluffs. I was there. I came. I saw. I signed the guest book. It's true. I talked to the old people. I talked to the young people. I talked to the dogs. Oh. Absolutely. The dogs that were eating the heart. (laughs) Yes. The dogs that were eating the heart. (laughs) So, besides the multi-generational thing, which is actually huge for me, yes. uh, just because, again, I'm very much a sucker for properly built-up lore. Oh. You can do a lot with lore. Um, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, anyone? Exactly. And that, when we get to the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, that's when I'm going to go off. Oh, about, same. I'm going to go off about lore. Yeah. But, uh... Here we have a 1981 slasher by the books, Canada, okay? They managed to have a unique setting that distinguished themselves. Uh, They were the first one that that kind of played with this idea that every single person in the movie is going to look like the killer sometimes. Oh, that's so cool. That was highly effective. Now, the cinematography itself... The pacing was mm-hmm. great. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I think we ended at 11 kills. I think Something so. like that. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the perfect number. I think so too. For one of these things, you have the extreme ends, you have the uh, the body camp films on one end, and then you have Halloween, right? Which you almost, like, there's almost never a kill. Right. And then you have just straight up 1981, we're in the middle of the full-blown slasher craze. Right. And everyone's trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. So we've had this, this this output, this massive output of very high-quality films, of which this is one. I, I like... I think so, too. You know, I, I truly... I like the visuals. I like the setting. So I'd like to make a comparison to the video game, The Legend of Zelda, here. Nice. This is... This is this is really important because I think that this is the best way I can explain my love for this movie. Oh my. So The Legend of Zelda, the reason that it's so cool is because it has an overworld and it has an underworld. Yes. So you explore the overworld and you go through, you know, forests and, and lakes and mountains and, and mm-hmm. stuff like this. And you explore and you go on adventures, but then you also have labyrinths that yes. you can you, you go into what's called the underworld. You go into the dungeons. And so this movie was very Zelda-like in the sense that it it has the town of Valentine Bluffs, but half of the film takes place in the mine. So this movie has an overworld and an underworld. And I thought that that was really fun. So. Well, that's sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm just kidding. I had to. Okay, that's one of my favorite lines from the movie The Wizard. The Wizard. Yeah. We may cover here on the podcast. We might have to. And Fred Savage is talking about Zelda, and the the girl is just like, that's sexist. (laughs) 
Yeah. And it was just, I love it so much. It's one of my favorite movies of all time and Nintendo it's heavy. Romantic. Oh, yes, exactly. But I love the Zelda comparison here. <laughs> it, it, it honestly, it's like the one of the only movies besides Nightmare on Elm Street, once again, who, who has this sort of dual setting, right? Mm -hmm. So here, the dual setting is more physical. It's like, okay, we're outside or we're underground. And then in Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street, it's like we're <gasps> awake or we're dreaming. Oh my God, I love that so much. So between that and gosh, the, the sort of one of a kind little small town cool dynamic and yep. the, the minor suits and the masks and the pacing. And I the, like this movie. The makeup artist, I'm saying, I'm going to throw down. The, these are some of the most realistic. Um, not kills, but the, the makeup that they put on the actors, it looks so real. And I think, wow, just what an amazing job. I really am actually interested in how they built some of these, um, some of the sets and some of the, the face parts and stuff like that. Um, and then, oh, I love the banjo that starts playing when, when the miners get off of work and they go into the trucks and it starts just making them <laughs> hillbillies. Yes. I just think that's so funny. Yes, it dips into the bluegrass stuff. It sometimes. really does. Uh, but I, so, as, as much as I kind of don't really like the final girl romance part nah. of it, I could do without that part myself. I could, I could really do without that as far as her approach mm -hmm. to the final girl character. Mm -hmm. So that aside, what is your rating? Well, as I've mentioned, there's a lot of things I like about it. Uh, there's a couple of things that I didn't like about it. Mm -hmm. uh, these things are related to, to failure to adhere to convention yep. is the best way to put it. You know, and and it's not because they're outside of the box or anything. It's because they don't get it sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's uh, a formula that we have, and it's part of the fun here, it because is. we we stick to it, or else things get really out of control. Mm -hmm. And the the fact the fact that there was a final guy at all is pretty rough for me. And of course, you know, we've. Uh, we mentioned several times, uh, Blondie ain't no Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I knew that was yeah. coming. That was going to be really rough for any movie coming after a Jamie Lee movie, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Seeing as how we just covered Terror Train mm -hmm. and, and sort of Jamie Lee's spirit is still with us, <laughs> right? It's It can be hard to set that aside. I agree. But nonetheless, I'm going to go ahead and do a straight nine five. You're gonna do a nine five? Yeah. Are you kidding me after all of that? I know, I know. What I happened? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like a four. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna do a straight nine five on this one because what? I, I was in the mines. It was now. really fun. This one was a, a fun one. And like, I, I had a bag of coal that I got from the mines. I even found a diamond. Okay. I will say the song, the end song for me really kind of bumps it up because 
that right. folk tune about the mines and Valentine's Day, it's so good. And then I had actually, I forgot, well, first of all, the first viewing, I forgot it was Axel. And then I forgot that it ended with him still alive, laughing in the mines, so that you just yeah. hear this high-pitched, echoey laugh, and which I'm always a fan of. I think that's always super creepy and fun. Yeah, that was great. However, <laughs> I think I disliked Blondie more than you did. <laughs> Probably. Funny <laughs> enough, because even though, I mean, I lo as much as I love Jamie, I'm a Nancy girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. So she's my top. I compare everybody to Nancy. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So that's, that's a real rough spot. And I'm stalling because I honestly think I'm not even sure. I almost, I almost want to do something. I almost want to invoke the second look clause here. I know, and, right? And perhaps, I, you know, I'm in the same boat. Like I just said 9.5 a couple of minutes ago, but I almost want to amend that. I almost <laughs> want to say 9.4. Ooh, right. Because there has to be something to distinguish. There has to be from from the ones who didn't do anything wrong. I know. You know what I mean, and and the, mm. uh, for all of the wonderful stylistic stuff that we love about this movie, they messed up on one of the main things: mm. the final girl. You can't mess up the final girl. So for that, I officially amend my rating to nine four. Now that I think about it more, that is the responsible thing to do. Nice, nice. It is responsible. <laughs> because I gave Terror Train a 9.5. Oh, come on. You were going to give My Bloody Valentine this, the same rating as Terror Train. I know. I can't do that. Oh, hey, I Sue. I don't know that I could go lower than 9 for, for any nine, for any uh, 1981 Canada. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, because they're just, they're going to naturally do so many things right. I know, and the, just the atmosphere is amazing. The atmosphere is amazing, but man, they messed up. Final Girl, you, you can't be doing that. So, 9.4 locked in for me. All right, all right. I'm going to say... It's going to be lower than mine. I know <laughs> it is. The ending saves it for me. I'm a sucker for that crazy laugh that and, a good, and a good tune. Yeah. Nine. Ooh. Straight nine. Ooh! Wow! Okay. That okay. is. That's. I'm trying honestly to be even objective over Blondie because I'm like, right. I'm having an issue. So I'm gonna say that I'm sticking to it. You know, and that's that's so true. Like the final girl is really, really, really important, and uh, they messed up. They messed up. So with a better final girl. Oh, this rating off the charts. Skyrocket here. Off the charts. Really but but I think that there's something else going on too. Especially for me, mm -hmm. the let's just say that some slashers are rock and roll, and this one is country. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's a little bit country. This one is, you know, this is a country slasher movie, and that can be a little off-putting if you're used to all of these mm -hmm. rock-out movies, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you go here. So there are things that you're not going to find in this movie. There are social, entire social dynamics that you're not going to find. I you know? swear, this movie, like, take away 
the the kind of slasher element of of all of the other miners. It's so Twin Peaks before Twin Peaks. I swear. Exactly. That's that's what it is. It's it's the the northern um, you know lumberjack type of the flannel the the weird romance and tension and the parents knowing something right. that the kids don't and the bodies showing up and these different funny personalities and so I honestly wonder if Lynch was a fan of this movie. I think he he had to have been you, you so. know as a lover of fine cinema. Exactly. <laughs> so that's fun for me. Uh, I want to post a link to the song. And oh yes, yes, let's yeah. do that. And uh, uh, we'll write out the the poems from the heart shaped boxes, and absolutely a link to rent it in SD if you, or if you don't care, you can watch it for free with Amazon Prime, or you can just gather the family and listen along. Oh, you know, start a fire and have some have some fun story time. Exactly, I I think that Slashers and Suits is quite possibly the foremost example of uh, of family entertainment. It's wholesome, <laughs> you know. We try to be wholesome here. We do, you know. It might be slashers, but we have some suits, so. And keep it classy. Valentine's Day is something that just about everyone can relate to. Absolutely. So. For me, that was another thing that I actually factored into the rating. Oh, that's a good is point. It's because they actually, they snatched up one of the major holidays before the market was saturated. True. Right? So they actually got Valentine's Day. That's a really good point. I mean, what a, what, what a catch, right? Like, Halloween was done. Friday the 13th was done. They got Valentine's Day. That's oh pretty goodness. good stuff. So, New Year's you know, Evil. <laughs> right. Right. Which we exactly. won't we won't speak about. <laughs> yeah, New, ooh, New Year's Evil. See our uh, see our veto episode. Veto. More on more on New Year's Evil. Veto. Um, but see after like after this happened, then mm. all of a sudden they started going to uh, significant days that yes. are not necessarily a specific calendar date. Right. So you had 13th, 31st, how about that? First of all, nobody's ever talked about that. Halloween is 31st and Friday the 13th is 13th. Oh, that's cool. How about that, okay? Number one and number two have uh, sort of inverse numerical structures, if you will. And here, here we go. Okay, Valentine's cool. Day, February 14th. This never changes. Right. But then after that, it's like prom night, okay? That can yeah. be any day, right? Graduation day. It's just like some True. random day every year. Yep. And and so My Bloody Valentine was the last oh, of the it. specific day. Yep. It's a universal thing. And, and also it's sort of tied into love because of the whole Valentine's thing. Yeah. So I did kind of like the the Valentine's Day dance and the aesthetics that came along with it. I do too. And the hearts everywhere too. And the fact that he says thrice bumped it up a few for me. 
Exactly. Inclusion of the word thrice、yep. is an automatic yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a few points. <laughs> so, you know, the first time I struggled with it, the second time I got hit by Cupid's arrow. Oh, that's so fun. The first time was hilarious. And you did your thing, and then this、yeah. time was a party. Maybe, some, maybe if we get enough、uh, of a following someday. We'll release little tidbits from the vault. Oh, that would be <laughs> fun. I do. I have all of <laughs> our initial viewings recorded. <laughs> They are quite the hoot. Oh, my goodness. They、Yikes. are quite. That would be <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> We can start、uh, editing, of course. We'll, oh, of course. We'll, of course. We'll, well. <laughs> we will、uh, release little tidbits from the vault. Fun. One day. Oh my god,、okay. we should call it the mine. <gasps> Ooh, from the mine. From、right? the mine.、Oh, I'm, I'm loving、okay. it. I'm, I'm loving it. Loving this. Like, that's, it's happening. So, the new mullet is actually a coal miner's breathing apparatus. It's half fly and half elephant. Fly on the top, elephant on the bottom. The fly is business, the elephant is party. I've been hit by Cupid's arrow. <laughs> We're all minors in some way. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day. Keep your suit on. Nice.